systems go. Prepare for countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? Friday, June 6, 2014, and my name is Matt. And it's Duncan. What's up? What's well, up? What's well, up? I don't know. I missed What's you up? last week. I know. We were busy. It's episode 647, usually on Fridays, every Friday after work. TheJamal.com slash live. Check it the fuck out. Uh, yeah, dude. Fuck. Yeah. We went to Neon City last how, how Friday. Was it? How was that? So we, we had no show. Uh, it was good. It was getting back to the... <laughs> To my EDM raving roots, I guess. It's pretty awesome. Uh, donned the Dayglow paint and the bus with the further sign on it and uh, took a trip. I'll tell you what. Took yes. a trip. You know like when, when you're younger and like you're experimenting with drugs and you're like doing acid and you're doing mushrooms and you're tripping all the time. It's like everything is like awesome and amazing again because you're kind of seeing the world like through this other this filter of sorts. And then like you grow up and you have to like work and, and, and you kind of stop doing that. Right. And it, it's, it was good <laughs> to get back to that again. until you got back to work. And, and then, yeah. And then it kind of just like cancels it out. So it's pretty much like I never went and had like the most amazing time ever, but it was, it was a really good time. Uh, I think the next festival is in Tenasket. I don't know if any of you guys are in Washington uh, by the, the border there, <laughs> But uh, I heard, uh, dude, Tenasket, dude, is a yeah. I heard there was gonna be like ten thousand people there. I've been there with like twenty thousand people. Fucking insane! Oh, dude, Neon it is City fucking was like insane. population, like nine hundred, maybe a thousand. Oh, and I will. There was a link. Uh, I saw the news was there, <laughs> and uh, apparently not everyone had a, a like really good time there. I guess mainly the people that live there weren't very happy about the festival, but. Imagine that. Yeah. It was like in the news, though, which was amazing. Like, K-Pax was like, oh. They, oh, man, drug-fueled party. Drug, oh, yeah, oh. it was totally. It was exactly that. They were like. We're, Allegedly. Yeah. I don't know. No, there was, there was fucking, there was some drugs there for well, sure. I know, dude. But, I've yeah. been to those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have a kid, so I couldn't go. Yeah, that sucks. Well, I looked a lot better, but I went jet skiing and shit, so fuck you. Huh? Jet skiing in like twenty degree water. Yeah, well, I didn't Molly fall. I didn't fall in. I didn't fall in. Jet so. ski, cold water, tripping on Molly and acid, and I a could, party with a bunch of people. Yeah, I don't know. I could get behind some Molly. Yeah, uh, I could. If you get, ever I could get right get under some. some Molly, allegedly. <laughs> Ooh, you gotta watch out with that shit. I'll tell you what. Uh, speaking of Molly, Alexander Shulgin died. He was 88, Sasha Shulgin. Uh, he was basically the guy that made that shit. Um, I'll play at the end of the show. There's, like, some really good YouTube clips of him and Terrence McKenna speaking. So if you're into the whole ethnobotany or psychonaut type of uh, situation that we kind of are, uh, you, you'll find it interesting. But, yeah, I thought that was kind of crazy. He wrote the TCAL and the PCAL. Um, Tryptamines, I have, what, what does it stand for? It's like tryptamines, I have known and loved. 
and then t- the PCAL was like phenol phalanes yeah, I phenol have known and, and loved or something. But man, him and his wife, like I, I started, there's, there's online copies of both the TCAL and the PCAL. And so I'm kind of into like the whole tryptamine kick. So I'm like, I'm looking through this and the, the contents, there's like this list of tryptamines and I've, I'm familiar, like personally familiar with like four of them. Yeah. Out of like a hundred and I mean, it's a giant list. And like they did this, they did them all. He made it, and he's like, "All right, let's see what this does." And then they did them, and then they wrote about it. Wow. Like best fucking. Wow. I wish that was my pops. Like I that would have <laughs> been that would have been the life, right? <laughs> hey, come here and take this, and then tell me about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> More, please. Wow. Uh, but yeah, he was eighty-eight, so we'll pour out a little liquor, I guess. A little Molly or Definitely. a little MDMA for No, I wasting that shit. For him. Uh, oh, this this is this is kind of fun. We've we've been playing a new game. And actually this game came from Neon City. It, we were all it was one of those things where you're all just there like coming down and just kinda of tripping still and, and bullshitting and and our friend Ben, who has been on the show, you guys are familiar with Ben, uh, he's like, You guys gotta start playing this game. Uh, every time you see a fifth wheel or a trailer, like a camper type of thing. You put the word anal in front of the name, and it's like it's Fucking like the hilarious. dumbest. It's the dumbest thing, but it's so fun. So like we've been texting back and forth all day. Every time we see one, it's like anal jamboree, anal shadow traveler. I mean, it's just like ridiculous. Anal shit. wolf pack. Anal wolf. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, anal road runner. Anal road runner. Anal featherlight. Anal sprinter, oh, anal so, razor, I liked, anal Tesla. I like the list goes on. Anal on. road ranger was a good one. <laughs> anal bullet yeah, was a good one. That's a good one. Anal Bethany, <laughs> which I thought was awesome. Anal mini Winnie, the anal tracer, the anal Kodiak. Uh, yeah, so you get the picture. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to play the game, you know, just email info at thejamhole.com or I guess you guys have our fucking cell number. You can just text. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's 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 very uh, very entertaining. <laughs> anal road warrior. <laughs> anal road warrior. <laughs> it like reminds me of the ultimate warrior, right? But like, oh, what was the other one I saw? Anal ultra. The anal, anal ultra. work and play. Anal ultra two. <laughs> so good. Uh, next uh, Wednesday, this Wednesday is the Sage Francis show in Missoula. Sage Francis be doing very exciting. I want to mention Copper Gone is out now. It came out a couple days ago. Uh, I like that these underground hip-hop artists are releasing their music not only on iTunes, but also on Google Play Music. It's good to see that. I was, like, driving and on my tablet, on my work tablet, because I'm signed in on my account, right? So it's like Google Now was like, hey, I happen to notice you like this. Did you know the new album was out? And it's all like, ta-da! Here you go. Yeah. Here's the link. Oh, did you not know? Well, let now me you know. tell you. Now you know. Oh, are you listening to it now? You should be. Because I just noticed you thumbs upped it. <laughs> <laughs> so, very handy, though. This whole Google Now thing. Like, I'm definitely digging it. Uh, so, album, I wanted to ask you. The um, album's really good. Copper Gone. You guys should check it out. And if you're in Missoula, we'll be at the show. Also, the new Apathy is out, which is fucking awesome. It's called Connecticut Casual. Pretty good. Pretty damn good. With a yo-ho-ho and a ho on my lap. <laughs> I laugh every time I hear that. Uh, what were you going to say? I was going to ask you, uh, mm-hmm. how was almost going to jail? Mm-hmm. How'd that treat you? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I totally forgot about that. You forgot about that. Holy shit. You did shit, do a lot of drugs last weekend. Dude. <laughs> it's been two weeks ago. Huh? It huh? wasn't that I did a lot. Of, okay. I, I, I but probably I did. did. It was one of those things, though, like where you're in a big group. And you sat around eating Molly the entire time. And you're time. tripping balls. And not everyone else is tripping balls. But, like, they're all doing the the molly, allegedly, and, like, allegedly. capsules just keep coming my way. And I'm tripping, so I'm like, okay. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> like, booster time. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's not why I forgot. That was, like, two weeks ago, just, and I'm pretty your... sure that was my subconscious trying not to remember. I just, yeah, well. So, how was that? <laughs> two weeks ago. Oh, my fucking Christ. <laughs> two weeks ago, right? And we we are we're like hanging out. It's kind of a nice day. We're like, hey, let's go to Glacier Park, right? It's early. There won't be a ton of tourists up there. This is gonna be fucking awesome. Fuck, were we so wrong about me that? Holy and shit. you and Rachel and Kelsey and Kyle and Kevin and the dog, the dog, <laughs> Lars, Larry, the dog. Uh, we all load up a couple cars and we go to the park now. We're you it's know, our back fucking yard. We right? spend a lot of time there. Yeah, we so pay our fucking pass we, fine we, we fee every prepared, year, right? We we're gonna go to the park. We're gonna be one with nature. We're gonna trip a little. We're gonna smoke a lot. And we're gonna fucking have a good time. So we get all the way. We get into the park. Great time up there. We get fucking to where we want to go. And on the way up there, there's like a lot of traffic, right? So oh my like, fucking god! Hmm, this is weird. A mix of local and out of state, which was... No, I'd say it was like a good solid 70% out of state. Really? Us locals get kicked yeah. out of our backyard all the fucking yeah, time. It's I so guess. annoying. It just seemed early. It's like going that, snowmobiling right? and showing up and every truck in the parking lot's from Washington. Yeah, yeah, exactly. God, that's fucking and, annoying. And the park's not even open yet all the way. All like, the way. You have to turn around once you get to Avalanche, which is where we usually Six, do the like good hike. So we're driving and everything's like... Full and we're like, that's fine. We're not going here. Avalanche should be empty. We get up there and there's a forest ranger dude like telling people to turn around. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Your park? It's full. <laughs> Your national park is actually full. So you're going to have to turn around and go back. You're humongous. So your fucking national park is full, yo. No more. We can't fit anymore. Now, you only get one time around to find a parking spot. And I get because it's a lot of people and not the whole park is open. So you're cramming everyone into just the lower section. But, man, that's a lot of area. Totally full. So got to turn around, go all the way the fuck back. And by this time, we're, we're overdriving. We just wanted to walk around the fucking park. This hasn't happened yet. So we're all, like, just ready to be done with the car, right? And we... We're going, and we see a spot. We're like, all right, fuck it. Let's just park here, and we'll see where the fuck this goes. And we get all our shit and get everything packed up and ready, and we start hiking down. And none of us are very familiar for this being our backyard. Uh, We don't ever hike there. Like, we always go up up to this other place. I've hiked that uh, loop once before. Yeah, and Easy has a good point in the chat. He says, mind you, the tourists bring money to your town, uh, which is fine, I guess. But, but... You should yeah. wait until tourist season. You know we have this, we have designated times that the tourists can come bring their money. Don't and fucking, then don't show up and don't show up early. Don't show up early. This isn't that party that you're gonna like be the guy that shows up early and save your friend's spot. Like no, don't do that because then we can't. 
do that. <laughs> no. It sucks. It's just how it is. Overpopulation and whatnot. Uh, so we get onto this trail, and all of a sudden, we just start following Kevin. Like, he knows where he's going. All right, fuck it. Turns out he didn't, really. No. Which was fine, because he took us down to this awesome spot. We're, like, getting sprayed by the water from this rushing river that was rushing because of the runoff and all this. Like, just a beautiful scene, right? And uh, if you're on Google+, Plus, I have pictures up there and probably on Facebook or whatever. So you can kind of see the area, the setting. <laughs> so, it's like watching snow might melt so in real we get, time. We get down there and everybody is just stoked. We're like, this is the spot. And he's like, this is the spot. So we're like, cool. Break out the weed, allegedly. We start smoking weed. Break out this other shit, allegedly. allegedly. And start smoking that <laughs> and start tripping. And I took one hit of this tryptamine and I went by the river I sat down and I exhaled my hit and things start moving I, I wasn't geometrical sure. and shit and I look in back of me and what do I see a trail and people ah, like and seven I'm people in mid trip and I see this and I'm like ooh that's not good and I immediately turn around and just like psh, not even there they're, I'm not here or they're not there either way this is not happening right now and the, the, the stuff kind of has a smell to it. Probably not as, uh, what, what's that word? Like, when, when noticeable. Like, you wouldn't uh, know what it was if you smelled recogn- it. Recognizable. Like, when you smell weed, you're like, oh, Bam, shit. Dog, that's pass that weed. over here, bro. <laughs> that's the weed. <laughs> My dog just told me y'all were smoking weed down here. So we're doing that, and we chill for a while, and we have a good trip, and I'm like, I'm coming back to the world. and the reality. These guys are going back again, dipping back in, dipping out, dipping in. I'm smoking spliff. We're all just having a good time, and people are kind of coming and going. No big deal. We're down away. We're, yeah, we were out of sight pretty well and everything. I don't. Duncan you know. gets hungry, and I'm like, well, fuck, let's go to another spot, and then we'll eat there and smoke, and then we'll head back, right? So we start packing everything up. I get everything in my bag, and I get my bag on, and they're still kind of putting stuff away, and I start walking up the trail, and all of a sudden, I see Park Ranger. Where's the dope? Where's the dope Where's at? The Which dope? one of you seven Immediately people? Immediately turn around and start walking back to where everyone else is, kind of like looking with my eyes like, uh, you guys? <laughs> uh, uh, you guys? You, you guys? Uh, this guy wants to know where the dope is? <laughs> I'm like... I have no idea where the dope is. Do you what? know? Do what? you know where the dope is? No. What? Shh. Do you know where the dope is? We all get fucking quiet, instantly silent, and he like kind of looks at me. And he looks at these guys and looks at everybody else, and he asks the same like, question again. Where's the dope? People smelled it. We know you're smoking it. Where is it? Who's got the dope? Again, we're all just stone cold quiet. Just like, mm-mm. <laughs> no, sir. He has the dope, sir. He, <laughs> this got, guy. He has he, the dope. He has dope. Why would you say that? <laughs> Why would you do that, nigga? Shit. <laughs> he do. He do. He do. <laughs> uh, so uh. what the fuck happens? He, uh... He starts saying, like, you guys can either tell me who's got the dope, or I can call my buddies, and we can be here all day. We can haul you off to wherever the fuck, this and that. 
Again, nobody, nobody says shit, <laughs> which in hindsight, I'm really proud of everyone because we never like this doesn't happen. So we never had the talk. We're like, OK, everybody, if this happens, we're old enough here now. Is... We don't need the talk. Well, right. But I feel like some people would not know well, I'm what sure to, to do I mean, and no they offense. would just be like, oh. Uh, it's in that. Oh, he do. He he do. <laughs> he had the dough, you know. Like Robbie. I don't know. Like, like I Robbie? feel like if Robbie would have been there, I don't think he could have. I I don't know. I have a, f- a feeling together. The, the flight or flight would have kicked in, and rather than standing in solidarity as we all did, he would have just cracked. You know, some people like they start thinking about what could happen, right? And that's what the cops want to do. And granted, this wasn't the cop. This was Forest Service. Federal agents, federal right? Agents, even basically. Better. That's even I better. Mean, no, we have medical cards. Oh, this is federal property? I'm Fuck. sorry. <laughs> so uh, nobody says shit. He says all he's like, fine. So he walks back up. Thank to God. To start radioing in his backup or whatever. And, like, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, how the fuck are we getting out of this shit? And out of the corner of my eye, I allegedly see this blue flash right into the river. I mean, beeline for the river, followed by this silver flash. And I was like, oh, shit, that was the pipe and the little thing that might have had some weed in it. And then I start seeing rocks going into the river, like, covering up, like, no, we didn't just throw anything so so nice job to you thank you (laughs) i was thinking i don't have anything in my pockets to throw into the river oh right because it's It's all in my my backpack backpack. in the park ranger's hand the backpack (laughs) the park ranger why oh because apparently you can't have weapons there or when they're talking to you they don't like to see weapons and i have this knife thing and he was like asking about it, and I was like, "We couldn't find the bear bells, so I just grabbed this just in case." But so he is holding the bag that allegedly has everything else in it. Uh, the tryptamine stuff got somehow stashed, got somehow. stashed into these rocks, like in some rocks. Uh, so he comes back down, and I, I don't know. I, it was a lot of like just back and forth. He took. His friends came, so now there's three of them all watching us. And we're there for like two and a half, two three hours. Two fucking hours. Oh, my God. Just sitting there waiting for something to happen. They're waiting for one of us to be like, okay, he had the dough, you know, waiting for something like that to happen. Nobody says shit. So then, of course, uh, they take you one at a time, right? Question you to who's see if got your the stories dope, line Who's up. got the, this and that? Whose backpack is that? Well, I don't know. I was carrying it. Well, whose is it? I don't, I, I don't know. I was carrying it. So if I look in there, what am I going to find? Well, well I sir, know. I can't attest to anything you may or may not find in there because it's not mine. Knowing that, like, that's... That'll get you off in court. That's the shit, though. Like, if he pulls it out, oh, I don't know, man. Don't know, Some know. tourists need help carrying something. You know, like, what do you say? They know you're bullshitting. You can just be like, but you can't incriminate yourself, right? Yep. You cannot, Every, no matter everything, how. Anything you say, either, or just don't say anything at all. Can and will be used against don't you. Don't say a damn yeah. thing. And that's what they want. They want you to incriminate yourself. I mean, you guys probably fucking know all this. So, uh, kept quiet and everything. They start searching my backpack. After they question everybody, not finding anything. Nobody's being like nothing, right? So, they start going through the backpack now. You had to be shitting a brick right I'm there. just, I'm trying to keep it cool because I kept thinking that they're like making motions of searching the bag and then looking at our reactions. Yeah, right? they do do that. And so I was just like, 
shit, I don't even know whose bag that is. So I don't, I don't know. It's what are you gonna find in there? It's not mine. <laughs> it's not, not anybody's, right? So he opens my cigarette tin, and of course, smoking spliffs, right? There's a little bit of a Allegedly. little speck of just green material. And somehow he's, he starts, I think, trying to trick me because he's like, what am I going to see when I test these when I test these seeds that are in your tin? And what I was seeds? like, there's no seeds in my tin. <laughs> like, I know your trick. There's no seeds in there. And he's like, what are we going to find when we test this green stuff? And I was like, I, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I honestly have no idea what that is. Sure. <laughs> so You're after all that happens, we're sitting there and I'm like, all right, this is not going anywhere. I get up and walk over to him, and I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to be honest with you. We had a joint. We smoked it. It's gone. That's why you're not finding anything. That's probably what the smell was. We're sorry. You know, we yep. just came up here to unwind. We should have went further. And he tells me, yeah, you I know further. this is going to be legalized in a couple of years. I don't really care. But you guys need to be not on the trail when you're doing that. And then they escort us up to where the cars are, you know, the long walk back, just them and then us and then another one and yep. then a couple more of us and then one more of them and then Kyle because he was kind of limping, <laughs> taking his sweet time. Uh, and so we get up to the cars and he's like, all right, so when we test this, what what uh, me and my, my partner made a bet. What do you think we're going to find? And I was like, I don't know. How much did you guys bet? And they both started kind of laughing. And the other cop, not cops, they were f- park rangers, so federal agent. They weren't cops. I shouldn't say cops, but well, they're so good. They're cops. They could have called the cops. I Twig guess. Pigs. Twig pigs. Right, right. But they were cool in hindsight. They were fucking cool because uh, his buddy then comes over and he's like, "All right, you guys get the hell out of here." Pretty much after like all of this, all of us just being like, "We are so." fucked allegedly <laughs> like any one of those dude i was so happy that oh. the window of opportunity came up so quickly because after i ditched my shit allegedly i was so not stressed anymore i was just even like even though ah. of what was in the bag and the other and all I, that that wasn't mine it wasn't mine either <laughs> you know I, what i told him i was like I straight i was it. like i, they were I was like, packing it out somebody packed they were like, it in and didn't pack it out they were like so do you smoke weed i was like no i drive for a living I have to take you A's. And he was like, so who had the dope? I was like, I don't know. Who had the dope? I was like, I took a couple shots off the bottle because I'm not driving before we walked out here. Nice. And I can't tell the difference in smell because I smoke cigarettes like a chimney. But he's like, go Uh, sit. He was like, go sit down. You fucking asshole. (laughs) Fucking assholes. (laughs) And I think, too, by the time they got to the girls, and then he was talking about the dog. Oh, good How it wasn't... he wasn't reg- like labeled as a service dog. If we and just had the vest tried- on him, it would have been fine. Right, but it was fine anyway because Kelsey knows her shit. And he's like, is that a service dog or a service dog in training? And she knew what he was getting at uh, because if it's a service dog in training, it does need the vest. But if it's just if it's done with training and it's an actual service dog, you don't need it. So she's like, "No, it's a service dog. He's not being trained." And he they they went back and forth on it. And he's like, "I'm gonna look this up. And if I'm wrong, I'm gonna call you up and apologize." Which he, we haven't heard shit. We have, of course. You know he wasn't she wrong. Had the, she had the law paper. The yeah, law, yeah. All like 
150 pages of it in her glove box. It's not like she had... And so, I mean, everything ended up okay, but for a good two and a half hours, we were all pretty fucking tripping. Like, not tripping, but like... You know, we were I was kind more of like, God damn it, I already threw my weed in the river. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, everything goes through everyone's head like we could you could have just had them come down there and they could have accidentally slipped into the river. You know, anything to make things just completely worse from something that nothing ended up happening. You know, like had somebody tried to take off into the river or freak out or something. It would have made everything so, so much, much worse. worse. But I was very proud and impressed with everyone. They all kept their cool. Nobody, and we went, made nobody it went to out. jail. Minimal damages. I'd say we probably would have smoked that weed anyway. Yeah. So I think we were up a little because we weren't smoking weed while that was happening, right? Right. So that's like two hours, three hours of time that we would have been smoking weed, which would have been way more than the shit you threw in. Oh, way more. Minus the pipe, which... Yeah, which was like 30 eh, bucks. It came from the earth, and now it has returned. It has been so. crushed into a thousand <laughs> pieces by billions of gallons uh, of water. Tigger0013 says, so sick. Wish I ran into cops like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, how often does that happen? I was half expecting... Oh, I got pulled the fuck over last night did you on the way home from fucking charlotte Ooh, drunk driving Ooh, drunk driving Ooh, how did that go i'm got a 20 dollars no seatbelt ticket what <laughs> how the fuck are you gonna get a ticket for something you could have put on as you were getting pulled over uh because i was drunk I did. so you I, forgot you I weren't wearing even, your seat yeah belt? pretty much i totally forgot <laughs> i wasn't wearing my seatbelt. i had to come up with some bullshit excuse Wait, on are you pulling me over because i'm drunk or because <laughs> i'm not wearing my seatbelt? <laughs> he pulls me over and he's like you know i stopped you i was like because no. i'm drunk Cause I'm or because i'm not wearing <laughs> uh he, he was like because you're tagging sheriff or a uh, Polson cop. Oh, ooh. <laughs> he was like, "That shit ain't nothing. That's to fuck nothing with. to fuck with. <laughs> They're dicks up there." Glad it wasn't a tribal. Oh fuck, I would have been smoked. But Good either thing way, your girlfriend's got a little Indian in her. Yeah, that could have been he, bad. Either way, he was like, well, "You know, I stopped you." I was like, "No." He's like, "Your tags have been expired for six months." And I looked over at Rachel, and I was like, "God damn it, honey!" But she was like. My bad, can I take the ticket? And both of me and him in unison were like, no. <laughs> we were both like, no, it's my license. Trust me, officer, she's getting a black eye when we get yeah, home. <laughs> the teacher's bitch a lesson. I told you. you. told you, bitch. You see those tags? You want me to drive you home shit. drunk ever again? You better you fucking got to keep my shit registered. <laughs> but since we had insurance and everything, and the kid, right. and the kid was buckled. And thank God, I don't know. I don't, How I don't. the fuck he did not smell boo? Oh, because he had he was drinking too. Because it was <laughs> I get it. No, I well, get no, it. Okay. it's. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Thank God, I just eaten like a whole pizza. Ah, uh, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and I hadn't cracked that beer. <laughs> yeah, fucking twenty dollars seatbelt ticket. God damn it, unbelievable. <laughs> it could have been way. Uh, uh, DUI, way, yeah. Uh, way, uh, ugh, way worse. But I hadn't, I mean, I was playing horseshoes the whole time I was up there, so I was drinking pretty slow. Oh, right. Makes sense. Right. So what else? That's it. What? What? Oh, I thought there was something else. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I wanted to ask you about this, being the resident alcoholic uh, oh, here. 
The there's this study that says that uh, if you serve booze in a heavy glass, it will be the perfect drink. It makes it taste better. If you serve from a heavy glass, like did, is this is this legit, Doctor you know, Alcoholism? <laughs> <laughs> like when you drink, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, like a heavier. Yeah, no. Like I, when you have I'm scotch, think, I'm you bring think, out like I'm thinking, giant, like, I'm thinking of. Like, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. about it, and I guess it's somewhat plausible. Uh, it says hosts should serve their guests drinks in heavy glasses as the weight of the vessel makes the beverage taste better. Uh, Oxford University academic has suggested. I'm glad we've like solved all of the How other much did this cost? quandaries of the world. Thank you, Cosmos and uh, Dyson. Tyson, what's his name? That guy. Thank him. Because now this frees up our academics to pursue, I mean, this is what I would consider core research. You yeah, know, this like is really every shit. day, I'm gonna drink. Yeah, I do. If I'm drink, I got my I'm shit's gotta taste good. You know, honestly, I prefer beer out of a bottle because I, it's heavier and it's glass and it's glass. Oh, glass, I, wonder, I think makes more of a difference. So, than, if you had a really heavy vessel made out of plastic. It still would taste like shit. Because of the material. Right. It's like smoking out of metal or glass pipes, right. you know? There's a huge difference there. Uh, this is uh, Charles Spence, professor of experimental psychology, said that a heavy glass rather than a flimsy plastic cup will make people think the drink is significantly better. Uh, he says lightness is associated with poor quality and cheapness and will change the flavor of even the most expensive tipple. Well, that makes sense. I thought they were talking like you have a glass that's heavy and a glass that's light. You're talking like red solo keg cup or a glass. A glass. Yeah, a no bar shit. glass. I could piss in a red solo <laughs> plastic cup and, and a feed it glass. to a drunk guy. And I'm, I'm guessing the one, the piss in the glass uh, is, is going to be the one you want, right? Well, dude, I, I think as an alcoholic, I can't answer that question legitimately because I drink out of everything. But as a studied psychologist, you can say that obviously flimsiness uh, does have I would, to do I would, with this quality. Right? Okay. Uh, let's see. He says uh, people are often fooled into thinking wine is of better quality if the bottle is heavier in a shop. Huh? Uh? People are dumb. <laughs> if you take anything from this study, people are dumb. Dumb. Read uh, the reviews. He advised bottles of beer for a party. Uh, rather than cans ah! for hosts who want to impress their guests. It's true. So you could have cans of like MGD and then bottles of like PBR and everyone's We'd reaching drink the for PBR. the PBR. Really? Yeah. Because it's glass. Because it's glass. It, actually, peeber out of a, a, a keg or a glass, pretty good. Pretty fucking good. Keger out of a can is piss. Or peeber out of a I would just yeah, want the good. glass around just in case. Because, you know, you can't shank somebody with a ha, solo cup, ha, ha, but ha. you can shank somebody with a bar right? glass. Fuck but the yeah. thing, dude, they're tough. You got to hook yeah. Dude, they're tough. You got to smash them. In You'd order. knock at least four motherfuckers out before you got broke. the glass to break to go shank the motherfucker you were actually after, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says if you drink beer out of a bottle, it tastes better than from a can. That's because it's heavier in the hand, and people associate it with higher quality. Uh, going back to is, our first hypothesis that people uh, are dumb. 
So. Yeah, I think it just tastes better because it's coming out of a non -por non-porous material. All, no, it has nothing to do with it because people don't know about that. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Uh, it says although it's a matter of perception, people really do believe it tastes better. But if you poured the beer from the bottle and the can into identical glasses, people would say tastes the same. Huh? Uh, huh? Your so, study is dumb. Your study. Your study is fucking dumb. <laughs> Advice, serve all your drinks in the heaviest glasses possible. So in other words, serve your fucking drinks in glass Can cups. you make me, uh, next festival we go to, they always have glass blowing shops. I want to ask them to make me two eight-pound shot glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I call this the two-hander because the glass weighs 15 pounds. <laughs> I call this... Only the, holds one shot, though. I call this the bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> because it's an eight pounder. You get, you'd have to give that to Puffer. Fuck. Could you imagine? Why don't you just take a bowling ball, make it out of glass, and drill the holes as the shot? So you just... that'd be hard to drink out of. Right? Tequila doesn't feel so good in the eye hole. It <laughs> burns. It burns so bad. All right. I thought that was kind of uh, that. Insane. I mean, yes, but no. Yeah, but no, but yeah, but no, but yeah, but that was dumb. Slightly amusing. But but yeah. What the fuck is going on here? All right. Oh, you want to talk about this? This is kind of interesting. What we have this? the world's smallest country. Is an oil rig. <laughs> is an abandoned oil rig. Holy <laughs> Let's shit. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, they have 22 people. Okay. Let's call it the Principality of Sealand. It's off the Suffolk coast in the UK there. Uh, it's like... Basically, yeah, it's just this. This wow, is this some fucking crazy cult shit? Uh, it's located ten kilometers from the Suffolk coast in southeast England. Uh, it declared its independence from Britain. <laughs> the twenty-two residents declared their independence from Britain back in nineteen sixty-seven. Uh, it has its own royal family, currency, stamps, and even a football team. Wow. As you can see, their roof is also doubling as a, a football stadium. Right. Okay. Uh, I, got, says, I, got, I got some questions. For, they, they've been living there since 1967? Well, they've probably been there since before that, but that's when they declared their How independence. How fucking old is that rig? It's pretty old. It says more like an oil rig to look at. Sealand occupies a fort left over from World War II. It's a fort. And is basically two concrete towers connected by an iron platform which is the soccer field. Football, right, football right, field. Right. right. Uh, it says the story goes that British major Paddy Roy Bates took over the site from pirate broadcasters with the intent to start his own radio station called Radio Essex. Following his occupation, he attempted to establish Sealand <laughs> what what are the people of Sealand called? Sealanders. Sea okay. Uh, he wanted to establish Sealand, Seaman, 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 uh, <laughs> as a nation state. In 1975, he wrote a national constitution and established these other national symbols. Uh, despite it not being recognized as a state, the Bates family manage it as though it is a recognized sovereign entity and have given themselves royal titles. Oh, man, that's so cool. That is if, pretty cool. If we could give ourselves our own royal titles, and I, I blame Game of Thrones, obviously, for for any of this. Uh, but, yeah, like, that. oh, man, I'd have, like, 18 names. It'd be the best. I'd be a fancy man of Cornwood. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
That's so good. Thank you, Bender. Oh, man. Uh, Prince Roy. Prince Albert and his cousin Roy. Uh, Prince Roy and his wife, Princess Joan, who died, uh, named their son His Royal Highness Prince Michael, who serves as Sealand's acting head of state. Uh, Tourists can help bolster the local economy by purchasing souvenirs from the gift shop that is online because, you know... We only have two towers, and, this and football there's not field. a whole lot of space. Uh, exit through the gift shop. Actually, watch that step because <laughs> kind of exit the gift shop and go right into the water. You know what? I don't see hmm. farms, food, uh, food, people. Oh uh, no, there's people. There's a uh, few people. Where is the inside? Or no, you fish. You're you're where's fishers, the boats? How the fuck do you leave? You're fishing. You take a fucking sea. vacation in this place. Uh, you go to the other tower? Wow, I- dude, I'm going to check out the next... I'm going to check out the tower next door. I heard Do the you bitch, think the I heard East- the bitches over there are easy. <laughs> I heard my cousins... I mean, those bitches the, over there... Them bitches over there like to the party, like to party. I heard somebody figured out how to make Molly over there. I'll, I'll see you guys later. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Do you think they like east side, west side beef? The, oh, like, yeah, there's like gang two, shooters in the middle of the t- soccer field. <laughs> like the Hatfields and the McCoys in there just like making some... moonshine, getting drunk, banging cousins. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You, got, you go. You British go. Major C-Man. Patty Roy C-Man. Bates. You would have been proud. You would have been proud. You would have been very proud. Everybody there has got like four teeth and uh, three we eyes. We should go t- take a tour. Yeah. We should bolster their economy. Uh, for $360, you can buy the title of Count or Countess of Sealand. Holy shit, what a <laughs> or, scam. Hey, if if you're on a budget, you could become a lord or even a lady. Or a duke. A, or a duke <laughs> for a mere $52. You can even buy one square foot of the fort for $32. So, what? How many? how many square feet... Do you have total? Not And then much, how right? much are you selling? Because, like, each sale removes area from your, where you... Your country, your tiny little country. Or are you just putting names on tiles? Because, like, nobody would actually go there, right? So you're just like, oh, yeah, here's your tile. Here's the name. They take a picture, post it on Facebook, and... Peel the tile up, put the next name down, take a picture. <laughs> it's like one tile. It's, it's like not even a- on the boat. It's in fucking California <laughs> <Fortnite> somewhere. <laughs> what a bunch of fucking assholes. It's uh, like buying a star. They don't even care. There's like six different companies I selling would the go, same shit. We should get all up on some motherfucking pirate shit on a pirate ship. We'll go to Pirate Party. That's actually coming up in a couple weeks, I think. Uh, it's one of the parties like Neon City, but it's Pirate Party. So we'll go to Pirate Party. We'll <laughs> gather up a bunch of kids all fucked up and dressed in pirate gear, right? And then we'll go there. And we'll be like, Harvey. And then we'll take that shit over. Okay. There's 22 of them. I mean, how fucking hard can it be? I'm guessing they don't have weapons, right? Fucking drone strike that shit. <laughs> See if I give a fuck. <laughs> this I'm claiming I'm claiming Sealand in the name of Jamholia. I wonder how, <laughs> I wonder how yeah. big it is. Uh yeah, right? How many square It looks fairly large. I bet there's a wiki on it. I'll I'll have to do a little more research. I just thought it was kinda interesting that like that there's is some this crazy whole royal shit. family with like 
money that they use to buy sexual favors from each other. I, I don't know. However it works. Uh, it says in October 2012, Roy Bates died. He was 91. And the Sealand crown passed to his son, Prince Michael, uh, who is 63. Holy shit. Who is still said to live on Sealand with his family and friends. So they need some young blood. I mean, if Game of Thrones has taught us nothing, Dude, that would that... be kind of a sorry shit existence. That place looks tiny. But it's yours, and y- nobody can tell you shit, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why anyone would want to come there and tell you shit, but, it, you know, nobody... It seems to me like that would be a perfect, like, podcast paradise, right? That you could do... You could talk about drugs and doing whatever the fuck... Because it's yours. You're a sovereign nation. Uh, I wouldn't call it a nation. You're a sovereign tower or two with two towers. Football field on it. Jesus. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. What happens if you miss a pass, dude? Whoop! God damn it! Somebody go get the soccer ball again. The sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads, yo! (laughs) I bet there's all sorts of crazy shit there. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm kind of down with that. I'm, <clears throat> I'm oddly uh, down, down. Oddly with down that. with that. I'm, I'm surprisingly down with that. I bet I it's pretty easy to get a passport, right? So this was kind of crazy. Are Are you familiar with sword fights? Sword uh, fighting uh, again. Game of Thrones. It, yeah. It's weird. Th- today I was driving home and who uh, uses who brings a knife to a gunfight these days though? Really? I, it, well, are they gunfights though, or are they just remote controlled drones? So it doesn't matter anyway. And swords just look way more badass, right? But I, I was driving home and in a yard I saw some kids sword fighting, and it reminded me of that scene in Game of Thrones where they're at the Castle Black and everyone's like kind of practicing. It's like. Kids are doing that, f- like practicing their swordsmanship for some epic battle that's never gonna fucking happen. I, I don't it's know. Gonna be it, like that scene from Indiana Jones. Which one? Where he's like all swinging the sword around, and then Indiana mm. just shoots him. Bam! Fuck you. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I guess not here. This was in a sick temple. Like, I mean, one sick temple, bro, uh, in India. And oh, okay. uh, they just like. I'm not sure you're pronouncing that right. Sick? No, it was totally sick. I mean, if you have you seen this temple, Bruh, It's fucking sick. You're... It's a sick temple. It's in India. Uh, and they they said up to 12 people were injured in this sword fight mm. that just broke out. There were two rival sick groups, bro. I mean, there were these two groups, and they were so sick. Okay. They were like the sickest groups, and they. They all had swords and shit. And one dude was like, yo, bro, Durka Durka, yo, bro, your turban is sick, but it's not this, this sick, sick, right? And it was a different color. Next thing red, you know, one, one was red, one was blue. Next thing it you was know, on. everybody was kung fu fighting, <laughs> fucking swords and shit. People getting stabbed, heads getting cut the fuck right off, probably. Or Twelve almost. people injured and uh, in this, How many died? this fighting. Uh, I don't know. I kind of want to watch the video, though. There's a video. The fighting was over. Who would be allowed to speak at a ceremony marking the anniversary of a military operation that killed hundreds of people back in? 1685. 1984, motherfuckers. Oh, hello. It's 1984 calling his big brother home. (laughs) That's fucking cool. 
And then just sick-ass swords come out and sick heads get cut off and the whole thing is just, it's sick, dude. I mean, it's in the headline. Sick show. Shit is sick. <laughs> sick show. So sick as shit. Uh, Operation Blue Stars, it was codenamed, was an army raid ordered by India's then Prime Minister Indira Gandhi, then attempted to drive out the sick ass separatists in the Golden Temple. Uh, the notorious operation killed four hundo, according to the Indian government, with the sick say, and the figures were much higher. Of course they would. It was like 300, right? Like, no, there was, like, actually 8,000 of them, but, man, they were sick. I watched the new 300 the other night. Yeah, how was that? Speaking of sick-ass sword fights and shit, it, it was, you know, same thing. I'm guessing if they would have taken all of the slow-motion stuff and, like, made it normal time, the movie would have been, like, an hour instead of two and a half. But it, oh, it was all right. That's good. It was entertaining, I guess. I mean, it was just a bunch of bloody... Fake bloody bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. Just like the first one, but more boat stuff, I guess. I don't know. I'm guessing that movie's not really factually accurate. I don't know. Oh, duh. But entertaining nonetheless. Well, that's good news. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, Gandhi was later assassinated by her sick-ass bodyguards in retaliation for Operation Blue Star. This, in turn, sparked days of massive anti-sick riots. They were like, your riots are so sick, yo. We're, we can't. We're just going gonna to be the opposite of sick, whatever that is. Uh, yeah, and they killed as many as 3,000 people, so that's pretty sick. Uh, wow. He says, quote, today we were supposed to have a solemn remembrance for the martyrs of 1984. So what has happened? We've killed Motherfucking our- sword fight! <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Yeah, that shit is fucking sick as fuck. That shit is fucking retarded. Uh, Going back to the bottle thing, Tigger0013 says, OMG, I'm just glad that I'm not the only person that drinks out of a bottle for safety reasons. Right? You never know. Never know. When fool's gonna be stepping. You never know. Gotta have that bottle. That's when you just get the whole picture. (laughs) (laughs) And hope it's not a plastic one. This picture feels a little light. Light, yeah. A little light. A little light. Uh, Don't get it at Roxy's. Can I get a better picture, please? Uh, Let's see. Did you guys hear about this? The guy that jumped off the 45th floor of a building, some hotel in Denver. Uh, Uh, Was he high? Was he high on He was 45 floors up with a jetpack, actually. Oh, boy. How'd that go? Uh, Well... (laughs) (laughs) His name is Nick McComber. His name is or was? His name was was Nick. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. Uh, Daredevil Nick McComber strapped into the hydrogen-nitrogen-powered jetpack made by GoFast at sunrise took off from the 45th floor. 45th floor? Typo. (laughs) Uh, Making a loop of the building and then landing safely back on the hotel roof. In total, he was airborne for about 30 seconds. Uh, his brief journey yesterday was a test flight for the world record attempt from the tallest structure in the southern hemisphere planned for later this year. Now, that Ooh, shit's pretty that sick. That shit's pretty scary. Pretty sick. Scary sick. <laughs> uh, he is no stranger to jetpack travel. In 2012, he carried the Olympic torch while flying past the National Space Center in Leicester. Jetpacks are powered by pressurized blasts of non-flammable hydrogen peroxide and nitrogen, but they'd be a lot better if they were powered by a, uh, what's the other gas that's really flammable? Helium? No. What's the other one? Hydrogen? It's really flammable. Helium. 
is not. Which one am I thinking of? Hydrogen. What was in the Hindenburg? Hydrogen. Okay, we want to put that in it. And then blast off, right? Actually, these things Lucky have been around since, like, 56. These jetpacks? Yeah. Like you, the movie you, The Rocketeer? You, no, the Rocketeer. Do you remember that yeah, shit? I do. All hey, I remember is head, his head you? going through the plane. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, traumatic And to his me. cool fucking helmet. Helmet, yeah. yeah. No, but, okay, no, like, that's this shit's been working successfully for a long time. Yeah, they're just You should check out expensive. the fucking YouTube yeah, videos. I've seen the shit. wind turbine ones, the big... The no, not that. No, I'm telling like, you should... There's a documentary about this oh, I nice. watched that was really kind of cool. I, I like, like the cool water ones that you can hook to yeah, a jet, to ski a jet and ski. it blasts water down and you kind of float around. I think uh, what was Eastbound and Down in the latest season of that. They were both fucking around with those. and They look so much fun. Uh, they say last year the world's first practical jetpack was cleared by aviation regulators in New Zealand to allow for manned test flights, which is totally cool, except you guys are like 30 years too late. But hey, but, hey. hey, it's cool, man. Cool. It's totally cool. <laughs> so, I don't know. Would you jump off of a building with a jetpack on? I'm not sure he jumped. I think he just probably lifted off from the balcony and went around the building. You're not. I, I was thinking like some Nitro Circus shit where they like had him on the end of like one of those big red balloons. And he jumps and does like three backflips and, like, and then two stops fat before Elvises the ground. jump on it and just flip his ass off the building. Yeah. That's what I wish would have happened. Uh, let's see, Teacher of the Week Award going to uh, <clears throat> this teacher in New Jersey, substitute teacher. Uh, apparently, she had some kids that were not keeping quiet during quiet time. So what'd she do? She fucking taped their fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Fuck yeah. M more teachers should learn from this. This is how you do it. Because you can tell it'd be quiet, right? But if right. you tape their mouth no, shut. They, they have, don't have the option. They have to be quiet. Right, right, right. Which is what you're going for. Right. <clears throat> so you're kind of cutting out the middle kid. Right, right. Uh, they say nine year old girl initially made the complaint to her father, little bitch ass kid. Daddy, me, I wasn't being me, quiet during time. Oh no, not my little angel. We'll go get that teacher fired and hooked on crack so we can suck dicks for money. Because that's what's going to end up happening. Uh, the girl told News 12 New Jersey. Oh, if it's in New Jersey, I mean. It's yeah, kind of. It's whatever. Okay. Well. Well. <laughs> you're lucky your little nine-year-old girl didn't get a fucking fist to the face. Yep. Hey, I said fucking shut, shut up over here. <laughs> you fucking deaf or what? I'm trying to fucking teach math class. <laughs> now. Little Tony. He's got two bags of dough. All right. Now, he got those fronted. For nine ninety nine plus a twenty percent front tax, okay. So I said no talking. So what does that do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the station uh, reports uh, that the teacher got frustrated because she and other students were talking during quiet time. She says the teacher used a wide tape because you have a large mouth, probably. So correct. Good on you. Uh, the teacher is taken off of the substitute teacher list while the case is pending. Oh. So. Hey. So, so, yeah. so, yeah. Distracted driving. Oh, please. You have one? Sold my camper, right? <laughs> Which camper? The anal... Kit. The anal <laughs> kit. Hey. I like it. I'm not sure what the model name actually was, but... Uh, either way, on the way back from where I dropped it off at, uh, 
an 18 wheeler hauling uh, ass hauling ass apparently <laughs> right with with like a full load of double stacked uh, like three quarter inch plywood nice bunks. nice nice yeah. i like where this is going in dayton that long graceful uh-huh, curve uh-huh right off the fucking edge really it's, yeah like kicked it, it? yeah oh shit. oh at high speed dude like <laughs> like like, part, hey, like hey bill that that load back there look like it's leaning <laughs> Dude, there was plywood. There was plywood everywhere. <laughs> Everyone like coming out to grab some. Like, man, I got a no, wall there was, I need to patch. There was yeah. Yeah, on the res there. No, everybody there was, has one wall they need to. They had tow trucks dragging bunks back up the hill and a great all out there loading it on another nice, truck. It nice. was fucking amazing. It's awesome. <laughs> How do you think it happened? I think that. Someone, too fast? I think he was going too fast. Someone slammed on their brakes, and he couldn't slow down and tried to go around them. Oh, and the force And then of... he couldn't correct right, and just took him right, 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 right off yeah, the edge. Yeah, I bet. Distracted driving. <laughs> oh, I love that shit. I feel like I've seen a bunch, too, but I just haven't been... I've been texting too much to pay attention. I've been texting anal insert name here too much. <laughs> Me to too, really dude. Be I couldn't do, my phone was blowing up. I had to empty my inbox once today. Oh, I bet. You need to get a smartphone, bro. Uh, uh, Jake's fixing me one. Oh, nice. Nice. Jake, uh, he'll find you one on eBay. He got me one. You just got to put a screen on it. Oh, uh, this is kind of awesome. In Lexington, Kentucky, two state employees who allege their supervisors hit them in the groin. So, like, we're just palling around at work, right? And Whap! Like, bam! Right in the nuts. <laughs> oh, dude, he just threw up. Uh, well, you're getting $25,000 out of that shit. Payday. Payday. Would you get whacked in the nuts for twenty five grand? Fuck yes. <laughs> really? Uh, you, you better show me a check or cash. <laughs> All right, <I'll... laughs> you write me a bouncy one, a rubber one. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me bounce it over there to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, uh, the transportation cabinet, they agreed to a $25,000 deal where they do not have to admit liability. So, if your nuts are broken in the future, that wasn't us, but we are going to give you 25 grand. That's what, 1750 per nut? Assuming both nuts were, were damaged? That's actually damaged? This is pretty awesome. So, his, they're equipment workers, right? He uh, complained last year that his supervisor, right? So, his boss spun him around on a merry-go-round. And then kicked him in the nuts. <laughs> like, hey, we're going to play a game. Go stand over there. Oh, okay. This, this oh, God. Cool. Could you hey, imagine getting the hit boss. in the nuts? Eh? Eh? Yeah, that's right. Wham! <laughs> Just Could you imagine getting off a and, merry-go-round all dizzy and, and then, then getting kicked in the oh, balls? Oh. Oh, you think he spun him? He tried to walk and was doing the stumble, right, and then just, he just... Oh, yeah. oh, wham. <laughs> what, did he not show up for work, or what? Ooh. <laughs> Why were you guys at a park with a merry-go-round? Like, what are you adults doing, weirdos? Uh, Macintosh, the, um, that's the supervisor, right? The guy that did the kicking. Uh, he later admitted to what he called horseplay. Hey! Hey, we're just horsing around out here in Kentucky. This is what we do. Go around. Hey, get on that merry go round. Check this out. Check this out. Hold my beer. Watch this shit. Hold my beer. Watch this. I'm going to spin you around. This is going to be good. Watch watch this. Watch this. All right. Wham! Right in the nuts. 
God, How'd that, that is, do? Uh, how you feel? Here, have another beer. Get, <laughs> have another get back beer. on that merry-go-round. Watch this. Watch this. No, I'm your boss. I, I, I command you. I order you to get. I, I'm a duke. I'm a duke of sealand. <laughs> now get on that thing. Bam! Right in the nuts. Oh, it's epic. That is amazing. Uh, he says that he thought the two other employees were willing participants. He and five other employees have been disciplined because they racket discipline. Of record duty. Oh, I thought you guys wanted me to get. Ca- oh, oh, my, my bad. bad. 25 grand a pop, if you know what I mean. Fuck, man. I don't. I don't know if I could. It, it would have to be done where I didn't know that was happening, you know? I don't think I could just stand there and let somebody just kick me in the nuts. Like, I don't think my brain would let that happen, right? I, I couldn't do it. I don't think. Stand I there. Let, let's let's see this. Let, let me see. Let me... I don't think I don't think it would happen. Here, for for demonstration purposes, we'll use the fake hand. Okay. okay. Get out of here. Now the fuck now, out of here. Now I'm the gonna f- need, I'm gonna need you to just spread them and see if you cannot. It's not gonna hurt. It's just that. Look. I am gonna nail look, you. In I'm the, hitting myself in the nuts. It I am hurt. gonna hit you in the I nuts just with this beer. This. This is science. No. I've been watching Cosmos. This is science. Would you sit the fuck down and stop hitting yourself in the dick? <laughs> I with know. A I want to see if you can actually stop yourself from wanting to block it. No. It's not like I'm going to karate chop you. No. Because that would hurt. Right. No, you're actually going to fucking win. No, I'm going like to. No. Just get the fuck out of here. I'm leaving. This is fucking awkward. <laughs> You can't. I don't think you could do it. <laughs> could you sit down, please? You're fucking up my. You're fucking up the. Mode. Okay. What is Excuse wrong me. with you? This is why you should watch live. I can't believe you sat One there and slapped yourself in the dick with a plastic hand for five minutes. Oh god. Did you? One of these times, I'm gonna just haul off and knock him out of that chair with his nuts. You watch. It's gonna happen. Gotta watch live though. <laughs> Oh, For the right, two people see. out there watching live right I know, now. But enjoying the shit out of it. And you know, that's what matters. <laughs> Fuck all these other haters out there. Oh, I wanted to talk about this and then we'll wrap this up because this is kind of awesome. So, uh, <coughs> that is an awesome headline. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that I kind of agree, but no, I'm kidding. But listen, this is, this is uh, excuse my face. This is a senior politician. Okay, so a... Really old liar. Really okay, old liar. From Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi's ruling party, right? That was like... Here is his quote. <laughs> sometimes rape is wrong, but sometimes rape is right. Sometimes rape is so right. You know what I mean? Just like, so good. Like when you see her and she sees you and and you see her mouth the words, oh, fuck, right? And she turns around. Oh, man. That rape That's is good. so right. That gives me such a raging heart on right so now. So right. I uh, have a raging clue, dude. I have got a raging fucking clue right now. I got a raging clue that you going to get raped. You're going to get raped. Uh, I love this. He says, this is a social crime which depends on men and women. Sometimes it's right, so right. Sometimes it's wrong. What is his justification for this? Until there's a complaint, nothing can happen. So, 
Let me see if I understand this. Until it doesn't make any sense. I rape you, right? Right. So right, right? And until you complain about the rape, so wrong. Ain't nothing gonna happen. Nothing can happen. Okay. Which kind of goes back to you can't rape the willing, willing. but huh. I'm kind of confused. I'm now. very confused. <laughs> He's been so far silent about. Oh, oh, we should make fun. No, the, he, he's talking about the May 26th, the gang rape and murder of two teenage girls there. Right, right, happened. right. Now, would you say that was right or wrong, wrong. rape? That because was the wrong rape. Because for one, there was a gang. Right, right. right. Rape can only be one on one. You can't be gang raping unless you know it's like porn or something. Porn. Right. Okay. Right. So many, so many caveats. It's a very complex issue. Um, yeah. He said then three men uh, later confessed to the effect, uh, attacks, which ended with the girls being hung from a mango tree. Now, see, that's that's, that's wrong. wrong. That's that's wrong, right? It's totally. Why why would you kill him? Why wouldn't you just keep him around to do it again to rape more? <laughs> yeah, I I mean I I see your logic. <laughs> I definitely that see. Is so, that's so otherwise, wrong. That's other, so wrong, though, right? Because otherwise, you could, though, you can only you, do it once. Right. Right. Because then you got to go find other victims. Right. Right. And that runs the chance of it being a wrong. Right. Rape. Right. 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 Correct. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the 14 and 15 year old cousins were from a poor family without operating toilets in their home and disappeared after going into fields to make it a pee pee and a de poo poo. Uh, activists say that sex crimes against girls and women are widespread in India, with poor and low-caste women being the most vulnerable. Now, why do you suppose that, that is? is? I don't know. Is it the government? Is it your religion? religion? Is it the religion? It could be. Thou sure. shalt beat thine women into submission, submission day and night, or else thine women will wander. Right? I guess. Public outrage over the fatal gang rape of a woman in New Delhi in December 2012 the pushed train, the government. Dude, that was crazy. Yeah, that was that was the wrong kind of rape. Uh, pushed the government into passing a tougher new law to punish sex crimes. This includes sentences of up to two years of jail Ooh. Ooh. for police and hospital authorities if they fail to register a complaint or treat a victim. Oh, oh wow. That makes sense. Oh, wow. That's I crazy. thought you are like, you can get up to two years now. <laughs> Holy shit. New and improved rape sentencing now with more years. Well, that's crazy. That is kind of crazy. Do you think maybe it has anything to do with people running the country saying things like this? Perhaps. Perhaps. Guys are like, so tell us about, tell us more about that. The right, the right kind. rape. We want to correct kind. You know what? We want to do that. We want to do right by you. We want to do rape by them. Okay. So if you tell us how to rape right, then good. we'll rape right. I yeah. mean, we only rape wrong because we don't know how to rape right. Yeah, no one's ever taught us how to do it correctly. Did your dad teach you? No. Mine didn't. Mine didn't. Mine didn't teach me shit like that. <coughs> Dada, now you're just ju justifying rape. Dada, how do you rape right? Well, son, let me, let let me, me tell you tell how your you mother how... and I first met. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good then. Oh, man. Sucks to be in India, that's for sure. Yep. I would not want. I would. Would you rather Sucking live on a camel's tit? Would you rather live in Sea Land, haha, or uh, in India? Well, I bet there's more pussy in India. 
Ah, ah did you, oh, yeah. You'd yeah. have to rape it, though. That's right true. Way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where is your child? Uh, see, this is why I don't like you bringing kids to the show. We talk Jeez. about adult issues here. This is a very, I don't know if you guys know this. This is a very adult-oriented show. You think? We talk about adult issues. I mean, these are important adult problems that we face in our day-to-day life. Like rape. Have you ever been raped? Maybe. I bet if you have, you weren't laughing for the last 10 minutes of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Email info at thejamhole.com and tell us why you hate us now. <laughs> or tell us your rape story. So tell us do. your rape story. And, uh, and, and we'll, we'll humiliate you. We'll, we, you tell us your rape story and we will re- we'll reenact it <laughs> here. All right. I got one Dr. Phil. Can we do one Dr. Yeah, Phil? Yeah, whatever. Before we get out of here. Okay. This is from a 35-year-old. From Smithfield, Utah, 10 years ago. So they're 45 now, okay? Okay. Dear Dr. Phil, I have a neighbor girl that is getting married. She's getting married to a Dominican. He's never been to the United States. And from what I've been told, he doesn't exactly have a lot of money. Oh. He's coming around the 30th of September. They then have to be married in three months and then will have to live with her parents. I feel really sorry for her parents. They are such nice people and do not have a lot of money. So I wanted to know if Robin or your show could help them. Whoa. Robin? <laughs> are you writing a random message to an internet thing hoping Dr. Phil's show will give money to your neighbor that's marrying a Dominican. <laughs> really? That's so good. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I think it would be nice if the family house could be fixed a little to help accommodate the new couple. Yeah, hey, and while you're at it, I have like a laundry list of things that would be really nice if you'd come and fix up at my house. Yeah. All, you know, huh. when you're done. Yeah, whenever with you the do- donate me some money. Right. Right, like, what that's the so fuck? funny that people, like, and that's kind of, I don't know, that was one interesting thing about people this. People are like, dumb. The things How do that these people, people buy cars and pay mortgages and shit? Right, I'm surprised more of y'all don't get hit by cars. I'm telling you. So unbelievable. Uh, help the parents so that Cammie could have a nice reception and help the couple get started in life. Will you just give us Some enough shit. money to get started in life? How much is that? All right, so I'm going to need a job. I'm going to need two jobs, actually. I'm going to need a house with a swimming pool, backyard. I'm going to need a couple cars. I'm going to need gas. I'm going to need, like, okay, yeah, where do I write the checkout to? I mean, that's... What do I do? We're here to help. Uh, The groom, his name is Fileto. Fileto! Fileto. (laughs) Will not check... He will will not be able to... He will not... (laughs) Felatio will not be able to work. What? Because he's a Dominican. I'm pretty sure we have enough enough unemployed. I don't say enough not working black people. We have enough unemployed here. <laughs> You're such a racist. No, I'm just saying. Like we have enough not working white people too. But I mean, we definitely have enough. You know, not uh, working Dominican. <laughs> right. I mean, am I right or am I right? I mean, if I'm wrong, definitely email info at thejamble.com and let me know. I'm all about changing my mind here, if nothing else. And being perfectly PC, too. Right, right, yeah. 
the groom will not be able to work and does not know a lot of English. English. Oh my god, no hablé oh. English. This is sounding like an amazing idea. You should send him to California. He'll fit right in. Uh, <laughs> I have been told that some of the extended family is not too pleased with the racial differences. Uh-oh. 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 Not too pleased. How the fuck did she even meet now, this guy? Now, please, do on a vacation in Jamaica, I bought weed from him. <laughs> no. Uh, please do not get me wrong. These are people who would help anyone. Oh, that's but, good. You know, as long as they're white. As soon as he gets his green card, he's out. These people will help anyone that are white, but would not ask for any type of handout. They got a bad shake in life when the father lost a good job. His name's Gordon. Uh, they've never been able to catch up. I just think that as classy a Robin is, she could really help this family out a great deal. Who the fuck is Robin? Who is this Robin? Does Dr. Phil have a Robin? I, I keep thinking Howard Stern's lady there that works in the uh, isn't her name robin i don't know know. i'm confused uh your son is doing i know that your son is doing a show about houses is dr phil's son vanilla ice or no wait because this was 10 years ago never mind what Uh, the fuck vanilla ice does that show about renovating mansions and then flipping them so that's why i thought she's a fucking idiot right i fully agree uh, I, your son is doing a show about houses, so this would be a great Dr. Phil's family can do it all show. Thank you for your time and your insights on life. Dude, I just cannot fucking believe you literally managed to glean this much shit. Oh, dude, there's more. Look, stupid at, look at all these. Oh, we, we, we could do a whole show on Ask Dr. Phil's oh my every God. day for I the think next I might three years. We did that, though. No, that's why we only do one or two. I can only handle so more. Uh, so any advice? Maybe you should move to the Dominican and teach uh, them English so that when they come here, they're ready your, to... Don't let your daughter do retarded shit. I forbid you. <laughs> you racist. Oh, The answer God. is no, honey. The answer is no, right? I uh, mean... Uh, no, he can't fucking live here. Now, did you Especially. get... Did you get good raped? Oh. And that's... And now you have a seed. Oh. Uh, and now I have a green card. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, mama. Hey, hey can I, can I sell you? Hey. Let's hey. have some jerk chicken, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, man. You're dead, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. You want to do one more or we got to get oh, out of here? Oh, fuck. Should I we wrap know. this up? Okay, we'll wrap this up. Let's uh What are you doing? Out. Alright, well, thank you guys I know uh, we missed you last week We might miss you again here next week It's festival season though, and like I said I got the itch, so yep. Need to get all of this This got, wanderlust like, out of my body Before I fucking explode So Yeah, uh, we're working on new music Got a new track out, actually, you can check it out It's on, uh, I think it's on Mark's SoundCloud It's called Star Skin And I'll put a link to it in the show notes At thegemhole.com and uh, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll play it at the end of the show, and then after we'll play it right now, and then after that we'll play the Sasha Sh- Alexander Shulgin uh, thing. Clip. So Clips. there you go. Clips Email info. Right. That's right. Clips all the way. Email info at thejamal.com. Thejamal.com. That's our site. You can leave us a message four zero six two zero four four six eight seven. Hang out with us online, Facebook, Google Plus, Twitter, all that shit. Uh, we're pretty easy to find. It's all on the site. So. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Later. Was it? Was it?
Alexander Shulgin, Sasha to his friends, is nothing less than the godfather of psychopharmacology, an expert on the cyclicized phenylethylamines, that is, psychoactive compounds useful in the emotional recovery of traumatic events. Shulgin has given his life to the study of the pharmacology of the psychedelic experience. In Prague, he told me, greater frontiers lie ahead. The next lost continent to be explored by Alexander Shulgin, the psychoactive tryptamines. Sasha suggested that I join him for a stroll among the graves of the cemetery of the Jewish ghetto of Prague, Europe's oldest ghetto. There, walking among the stones, we reminisced and speculated about the history and the future of psychopharmacology. What do you make of your Russian colleagues here? I'm fascinated by what he's doing, and I'm intrigued by his ability to get out what he is doing into the, into the West, because the status of a physician in Russia is not what we have come to respect in the West. You're yeah. talking about Yevgeny Kropinski. Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, I imagine you don't mm -hmm. view ketamine with... Well, how do you view ketamine? It's a... Um, it's an anesthetic, and it's a dissociative thing, and it puts me out of body. It's very dissociative. It puts me out of mind. It just you're away, and I, frankly, with a full bladder, like being here. And uh, you suddenly realize that someone has a full bladder, and at only one intellectual level you realize it's you. <laughs> yes. No, I, it's so seriously disassociated me that I felt it was a great victory when I finally realized that this was a drug. Mm -hmm. For a long time I couldn't figure out what it was or who was even asking the question. They kept calling it vitamin K, which is a fascinating euphemism for allowing to have some semblance of a food additive for a dietary supplement. But well, I, I, I had the interesting pleasure of being back at a big company in the East uh, the day they had bought the rights to distribute ketamine. And I informed them, you do realize that ketamine is being made by Park Davis and shipped off to uh, Mexico and it's imported in gallon, not gallon, but liter bottles, all with a percentage of preservative and comes right back into California in the trunk of the car. And uh, they were shocked and did not know there was any abuse whatsoever. Never could have conceived of human abuse. Oh, about 20 years ago, there's a um, class of compounds called quinucleidines. And for about three or four years, I just noticed that there's no publishing in the Russian literature whatsoever on the area of quinucleidines. Then all of a sudden, the Russian literature started publishing. And then we went into a sort of a gap. And then quinucleidine benzylate, which is one of the most potent of the anticholinergics, was suddenly revealed that the Russians were working on it as a chemical warfare agent. And then we were working on it as a defense against their chemical warfare agent. Uh-huh. And it's active, active 10, 20 micrograms. 10, 20 micrograms. micrograms. It makes you really wonky. It's like atropine. 
delusion, confusion. Uh-huh. But they design these fantastic bombs that they can explode and send out millions of little hypodermic hits. And so they don't have to worry about wind blowing it downwind or upwind. So it's essentially a chemical cluster bomb. Cluster bomb, but with little hyperdermic needles. Yeah, elegant. <laughs> so that's probably in the inventory. It's already in the inventory. Uh huh. Well, I someone mentioned to me that you had expressed interest now that you felt you had sort of done the work you wanted to do with cyclicized phenylethylamines mm -hmm. and that you were going back to looking at tryptamine. Very much so. That's the other side of the coin. It's as rich and unexplored area as the phenylethylamines were 20 years ago. So are you going to illuminate it for oh, us? Oh, absolutely. And, uh... <laughs> I've already made the T-butyl, T-butyl methyl, isopropyl methyl is well known, but the secondary butyl methyl is not known. They're all active by smoking. Uh-huh. And what are they, could you, in a blind test, pick one out from another, or are they sort of... I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I doubt it somehow. I think they're all going to be fast, impactful, and all very much like DMT. Duration-wise, or Duration presentation-wise? Uh, probably, some, uh, perhaps a little bit more potent. A little bit more yeah, potent. Yeah, DMT is not that, that off-fired potent. It takes, you know, 10, 20, 50, no more, 50, 100 milligrams. 50 to yeah. 70. And some of these we're getting into maybe at 30... 20 and 30 milligrams, but not active oil. You have to get up to a certain degree of shrubbery on the nitrogen to get oil activity. And how many of these compounds do you imagine there are that are As simple casually, variants? you can make uh, 30, 40, 50. Why do you suppose it is that this fast-acting, easily manufactured, spectacular hallucinogen is so rarely met in the underground. I don't know. I've heard that there is, it's there in some quantity. I heard about a seizure in Boston, I believe it was of, of ayahuasca, and they seized it on the basis that it contained DMT. Right, that was the Santo Daime oh, yes, people right, from, from right, Brazil. Brazil. But, you know, we live in a society where people jump out of airplanes mm -hmm. and hang by bungee cords mm -hmm. over bridges. And DMT, which is always described mm -hmm. as an easy synthesis, mm -hmm. is just not not there. It's, it violates <laughs> one of these economic, economic laws, Gresham laws. or Graham or somebody. <laughs> Something that I've always wanted to ask you, which is, unlike me, you seem remarkably resistant to what I call the implications. <laughs> I mean, how how can you just do these things over and over again and not be nutty as a fruitcake? So? <laughs> well, are I mean, you? I think, are you? I think I, I relaxed <laughs> in any event. But unlike me, you don't feel the need to rave about that aspect of it. Not particularly. I'd rather quietly stay half in the closet and continue doing what I'm doing. But you do you've probably seen more uncharted internal landscapes than half of mankind put together. I mean, that would not be an immodest claim. They're a little bit charted now. Well, yeah. a very little bit. Very little, that's right. But the seeds are there to be used by anyone else. That's the reason for the, for the book, just to get it all recorded into a documented form. But it always puzzles me. I mean, I think Hoffman and Wasson and certainly to some degree Schultes, to some degree you, 
nobody want everybody says well i'm just a humble botanist or i'm just a hard-working workbench chemist nobody wants to actually say this must be very very important we must because it's so uniquely beyond ordinary expectation yes but the importance is going to take a long time to realize what you can't build without the tools and you have to have the tools and these are the tools that allow the building to be done i'm not a builder i'm a tool maker and that's probably one of the reasons i have not described a lot of landscapes otherwise even differently if we could compare it to uh, the invention of the telescope probably within 50 years of the invention of the telescope the major solar system new paradigms were put in place this seems very elusive it seems hard for us to go beyond simply saying it exists it's really far out and then we sort of fall silent do you what do you think about that I think the silence is in part imposed upon us by a very unsympathetic authority body. And maybe it's just as well, because that way a lot of work can be done and sort of recorded for posterity. And the time the pendulums swing, they will swing back. And the time will come when this, this work will be, uh, will be used, research will be done with these tools. That, uh, will be well, obviously you believe in it strongly, what would you say to a critic who said, what, what's so great about this? Are you and your friends in any significant way different from the rest of humanity? No, and I don't see why it would be critical. I'm not offending him. I can see no way in which I'm offending him. I'm quietly doing my little alchemist thing at home. But you really must think that it, it does make a difference. I think it does. I think it will. It will. I don't think it does now. So we really are cursed with being pioneers. Yeah. It's not so bad. No. It's not so bad. It has has a nice... I mean, they'll hang your picture in the main hall years hence and say, these were giants. (laughs) I would rather have my picture hanging in the main hall than me hanging in the main (laughs) hall. Well, some people manage both. (laughs) And you you Uh, may end up that way, too. Oh, well. It's a short, happy life. It's kind of neat. Well, but this is your territory too. What's your feeling? Do you feel that that's that's a fair? I I think that I have always, from the very first psychedelic experience, had the uncanny intuition that yes, this has been around for fifty thousand years, Mm -hmm. but it's somehow going to be critically important in our lifetime that we will need it for something, maybe just to think our way out of the mess that we're getting into. We, well, okay. But you, that if it's needed, we have it. Yes. That's, that's the beauty, that the tool is there for the time when the need is obvious. And this may be, it may be our lifetime. So essentially what you're doing is you're placing tools on the shelf. Screwdrivers mm-hmm. for screws that haven't it been haven't invented been exactly yet. That. Except it's a good tool. Its use will depend upon someone who has that particular view of, of me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. Where do you hope to be in 10 years or so with all of this? Probably ever... starting on a third book. <laughs>
Do you think, <laughs> I know you're working on a book about legalization uh, uh, and... Not actually, I'm working with a group uh, who is more or less uh, funded to make arguments that would be raised, to address arguments to be raised in the legalization process. What would be the answer of how drugs would be legalized? How would it be made available? Should it be an open supermarket? Or should it be under some sort of governmental control? And it's a research, uh, more than that, a policy group studies setting up for that. I think it's futile in the, in the present state. In terms of practical impact. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to seriously entertain legalization. So it's a, it's a, it's, it may be a fueled process, but it's a fun process. Because in the process you begin evaluating your own relationship to drug law, drug regulation, drug control. If you were in charge of it, how do you see it happening? I mean, are there drugs you would keep legal, or do you think it should be... What I would do if I were running, I would keep certain laws that protect people of innocence. I would have absolutely no drug with children who are of, of too young an age. God knows what that so is. maybe 16, 18, alcohol. 21. Maybe alcohol model. Right. Uh, absolutely unallowed giving drugs to anyone without their consent. Uh, informed consent, knowledge, education. I would make absolutely available at all levels of uh, propaganda restriction information that is factual about drugs. Then I'd open the drugstore. And you people, would they overuse? Maybe. But I think that would very quickly dampen itself out to maybe about what we have now. But you would remove the criminality, remove the violence, remove the entire social disruptiveness that these drug laws have caused. Would you encourage the government to see uh, these drugs as a vehicle for gaining tax revenue, or do you think the government should stay off that? Probably, uh, hmm, probably some tax revenue would be valid, as with other drugs of abuse, other things of abuse. Similarly to Similarly, al alcohol and tobacco. It's a good model, and perhaps it's a valid one. Well, that's pretty much what I suggested in my book, but I agree with you that I, it's easy to sit down and come up with a fine plan, mm -hmm. overcoming the political hurdles of an too American... Many people have too much to benefit on the laws being what they are and even becoming more intense. And uh, you, until, until you change that motivation, that, that reward... Yes, well, the most cynical and the most naive people in America mm -hmm. are keeping the drug problem going. Mm -hmm. The most mm -hmm. cynical by dealing and importing drugs, and the most naive through the kind of Christian terror of... Look, look uh, at the monstrous industries that have been built up with it. The drug urine screening, shameful. Right. But they're multi-billion dollar things. This kit, that GCMS, this instrumentation, these people who make little wax urine bottles. It's, it's, it's becoming, there's no justification for urine screening at any time of anyone under any circumstance on a random basis. Well, and, and the notion that in a democratic society people would get into that kind of thing is incredible, I think. It's completely contrary to the principles of that society. The assumption of innocence, we blew it because it's not in the Constitution. Right. It should have been in it, but it wasn't. Right. But taking a urine sample at a random basis is an assumption of guilt. Well, and, but what is in the Bill of Rights is life, liberty, and the pursuit no, of happiness. Declaration of Independence. Declaration of Independence. But that could be used as a sufficient basis for... It's a self-image, and we should maintain it as such. Yeah, well, the first thing that goes when society uh, hits the wall is democracy. You are listening to The Jam Hole. The Jam, The Jam, The Jam Hole.com.